Hey, what did you say you really loved? You just said, I really love this. Oh, this. Well, say it, because most people are going to hear you. I really love this. What is it? It's a notebook from a sort of Star Wars podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool, and she draws in it. Mm-hmm. All right, first episode of Loki. What are your first thoughts, Maddie? Uh, I forgot everything about it. All right. Did you like it? <laughs> yes. All right. We can go through this. So, Maddie is... My daughter, if you've never heard anything that she's been on or talked about, she is going to have a small part on the upcoming How I Met Your Mother Dad's podcast that I'm doing with my buddy Christian. And we also have plans on doing a Pixar podcast together, right? Uh-huh. And, I, and we're going to point out like the things from different movies. Yeah, we're going to break down Pixar movies one minute at a time, like... A lot of my other podcasts. It's good. Wait, can I tell them what it's called? Yeah. Um, it's going to be called Infinity Minutes and Beyond. Yeah, two infinity minutes and beyond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like two infinity and beyond. But today, we're going to talk about the first episode of Loki. We're going to go through my notes and tell me what you think. So, do you remember the first thing that we saw? I don't um, have this in my notes. It was from... Uh, the other movie with when uh, Iron Man was trying to bring the square, the tesseract. Down. Yeah, the te- the tesseract. Up. It was and then the he got hit by the door when Hulk like opened it. Yeah, it was uh, mostly the clip from uh, Avengers Endgame where they go back to the first Avengers movie and accidentally give that version of Loki the Tesseract. So that, I think there was an extra shot in there that was new, a close-up of Loki in the elevator, or at least previously not shown in any movie. But then our first new thing that we saw was the Iron Man 1 homage, Crash Landing, where he was in the sand. Remember? You're getting distracted by looking at yourself. (laughs) I know. No. So the first thing we saw was he was crash landed in the desert. Yeah. And there was a lot of talk online wondering where it was, what time period. Uh, We found out it was Mongolia a long time ago. And we spend barely a couple minutes there because uh, the time, the time variant authorities show up. But before that, he, do you remember what he did the first thing when he stood up? Uh, Yeah, he jumped on the rock. Is literally, he, he found the <laughs> highest point where he could give himself a little platform and he started doing the whole, I'm burdened with glorious purpose kind of kind of thing, where he's like, you will all essentially tell him that he's going to rule them. And he's like, I'm Loki. And he starts introducing himself. And the first thing they say is, who are you? <laughs> but, what are you doing in our home? In a non-English language. Yeah. Uh, and then the TVA show up, variant identified. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that happens is when he wants to fight back, she hits him with a slow-mo club. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think we both thought it was just a slow-mo shot at first. Yeah. And then she goes walking in all normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's just a cool thing or they'll actually bring it back later because, you know. So many times in TV shows and stuff, they show us a cool thing and it never comes back. Hopefully they show it again. Yeah, they use the time looper a lot in this episode. Because it's so funny. (laughs) 
Uh, and then the first thing Loki tries to do is run away in the Time Variance Authority office. And then um, she is the thing like, then he came back and she kept doing it because he kept trying to run away. The time Looper, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember what you said when Loki gets shoved in the elevator with that big robot? Oh yeah, I thought his hair was going to get cut off. Yeah, <laughs> like Thor and Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were right, too, because they showed the D.B. Cooper clip in the trailers where he had shorter hair, so I would not have been surprised if they did that. But instead, they shaved his Asgardian leather. Oh, like, no, they just lasered it off. Like, zzz, zzz. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like... You literally yelled out, he's naked! <laughs> and then he falls through and gets into one of their jumpsuits. Yeah. Do you remember the next thing you said? There's a kitty. Oh, There's yeah, a kitty. kitty. There was a kitty cat. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah. So he basically gets thrown or dropped through multiple levels, and he has to comply in each one. The next level was saying, verify that this is everything you've ever said. He keeps calling through levels. Oh, that's just an autocorrect. Don't worry about reading this. Oh, I'll read it out. I'm telling you so you can talk about it. Oh, wait, what were we just... <laughs> <laughs> Verify that this is everything you've ever said. Literally a big stack of paper. Every time he says, like, what, it goes... <clears throat> but yeah, my next note was he keeps falling through levels. So it reminded me a lot of Thor Ragnarok when Doctor Strange trapped him in that portal. He falls out and says, I have been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> Like, it seemed like they were just like, yeah, let's make him fall again and mess with him. I have been falling for 30 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hope you fell asleep during that fall. No. <laughs> this is princess matching game. For everyone listening, there's a princess-themed game of one of those things where you turn all the cards down and then you flip them up and try to match two together. And they have a bunch of pairs. Yeah, she wanted there's to show like Royal off. Cat, Royal Dog, Princess Lily, Princess Iris, Princess mm-hmm. Clover, Princess Poppy, Queen, King, Palace, Daisy, and there's tons of flowers and tons of stuff, Tiara. Now, back to the episode. Do you remember what the next thing was? The next thing that he had to do? Oh yeah, like say that he's not a robot and then go through like the thing. Yeah. Do you know, to the best of your knowledge, that you are not a robot? And he was like, wait, what if I am a robot? Yeah. He was like, do a lot of people not know they're robots? And what'll happen if I go through and I am I am one? What'll happen? Well, there? you'll um get ripped inside out. like Melted, I think? Yeah, melted inside, inside out. out. Yeah, that was where he was like, wait, what if I am? And he was like, uh, 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 I'm scared. And now the last thing he has to do... And then instead of him going through, he just fell. <laughs> oh, after he got in there, he fell? No, he didn't even go through. He was just so scared. He was like... Uh, uh, uh. He oh, he again. got in there. What? I thought he fell. He may have fallen, but he got in there and then fell. What was the last thing he did? He had to do. The other guy refused. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I already remembered. Grab a ticket, mm-hmm. and the other guy refused. And then when the guy was like, where's your ticket? And he said... I was asking the guy for a ticket, but he wasn't giving me one. And then he got, like, he just turned into dust. Yeah, that guy was being a real jerk to both. He first was like, screw you. And then he lied 
when he got caught. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so difficult to take a ticket. It's not even difficult a little bit. Yeah. The interesting thing that I noticed when they put on the infographic is that this show is in widescreen mode and movie mode. The aspect ratio, where there's black bars on top and bottom. But then when they show the infographic, it's only black bars on the side. They have like an old TV aspect ratio for that. Which normally when you see a widescreen show, they'll still, and they want to do that aspect ratio, they'll still keep the black bars on top and bottom, but they didn't with this one. All right. So then the next part we go to is Owen Wilson and his team in a church investigating a time variance. And Seems. then there's a little kid that comes walking and she got scared. And the one of the guys like gets a gun at her, pointed at her, and then the guy speaks in French, I think. Yeah, the And like I'm sorry about him, he's an imbecile. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and when Owen Wilson's character goes up to the little girl, there's Mephisto in the background, which was mentioned like seventeen different Times and theories in WandaVision. Everyone and, thought Mephisto was behind it. And he said, who did this? Do you know who did this? And then she pointed at that guy. Yeah, very nice. And then it showed her teeth were blue. And then he was like, well, yeah, he was saying something. Why are your teeth like teeth, teeth blue? blue? Yeah. And then she showed him the bloodberry candy. Yeah, there was a alien candy that wasn't around or like a foreign candy that wouldn't have been around at that time one that has never really existed in the real world i believe it was um, like for the devil yeah she she pointed at the devil of who gave her the candy or who did this and uh apparently owen wilson's character knows who that is because he was like that guy's afraid of us don't worry about it so i don't know if that location mephisto is actually integral to the rest of this series because he mentions later that it's Loki that they're hunting, or if that was just a quick mention of Mephisto for fun. Yeah. Maybe Mephisto is like the god of um, mischief. Loki's the god of mischief. Yeah, but that could be what some people call him. Alright, so from what I know about the comics, Mephisto's the devil. So Mephisto could factor in later in the series, or it could have been a fun, like, oh yeah, Mephisto does exist kind of deal. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. And then uh, near the end of that, one of the other guards tells Owen Wilson's character that they have to leave because they're reaching like red level or something like that. So it seems like they could, they have to leave certain spots before they themselves create a variance. Oh, because I didn't write this down. But back in Mongolia, they left a thing to kind of erase or fix that timeline behind. They said uh, reset the timeline. Reset the timeline. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, good memory. And now the next note I have is the judge is from Fast Color. She's also from that Cloverfield Netflix movie that not a lot of people like. But she is a very talented actress that I first saw in Fast Color. Essentially, the way it's been boiled down to me is Fast Color is a superhero film for women. Like, it's very feminine energy as opposed to most ones that go quote-unquote masculine energy where everything is settled in a fight with your fists kind of deal but i'm guilty of this yeah we're jumping a little ahead so no no worries we're we're almost gonna get there uh loki's theory do you remember what it was about the avengers you smell the cologne of two tony starks you're reading my note instead (laughs) of thinking for yourself (laughs) 
when she asked him, she said, do you plead guilty? And then what was his theory? Do you remember it? I plead guilty to be the god of mischief. Uh, He does say that. Guilty or something else. But he says not guilty for himself. Do you remember why? It involves him talking about the Avengers. Because it was the Avengers' fault. Them time traveling back led to him getting the Tesseract. And he said, how we figured out, he said, you can smell. You can read that now if you want. You, um, you can smell the cologne up to Tony Stark. Yeah, which I'm, I'm going to explain the next part of this note. Don't forget about the mic. <laughs> that, I think, was a clever callback to an Avengers Endgame. Do you remember when Ant-Man asked Tony Stark if he was wearing Axe body spray? It's a type of quote-unquote cologne. But then Tony Stark goes like, yeah, I was in a hurry. That's all I had or something like that. So now Loki was talking about the cologne of two Tony Starks. But that goes into a thing later where Loki mocks them for just deciding what's the right timeline. Like, why should the Avengers always win? Why can't Loki take the Tesseract? Why can't he win at least once? Yeah, why? who, who chose that that's... Was that the Avengers time traveling was also always supposed to happen, but Loki they becoming a time variant it. can't. What? They chose it like the authority. Yeah, the three people who decide the the um what's it called? The time sacred people. timeline. Yeah. Oh, I did actually skip over that the infographic in the old TV square aspect ratio was talking about how Loki or how their job is to stop another multiversal war, and Loki could start another one. But catching back up, you were talking about this, uh, him saying, I'm guilty of this. And then he tried grabbing his knives, but it didn't work because there's, like, magic doesn't work there or something, power doesn't work there. Magic doesn't work there. My magic. What? I said magic. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Before Loki was killed, Owen Wilson's character interrupted and talks to the woman from Fast Color saying, I feel like I'm always looking up to you. I like it. It's appropriate. You had a very, you were curious about that because you were saying he's older as if because he's older, she should be looking up to him. Do you want to talk about that? No? Okay. Well, I told you that, uh, Just because he's older doesn't mean he can't look up to her. Like, I look up to Bo Burnham because he's so very talented, even though he's a year younger than me. And then, what happens next? Um, wait, what were you just talking about? About which part? There's so many parts. After Owen Wilson's character interrupts and saves Loki's life. Oh yeah, um, they're walking to his office. Take the elevator down for a part? Yeah, and... Then he said, I think he said, what do you want to talk about or something? And then Loki said, I don't like talking. And then the guy said, um, he said. But you do like lying. Yeah. Because you love talking. Talky, 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 talky. And then. Do, 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 do. Okay. And then through all this, Loki's struggling with free will versus destiny because they're telling him basically your timeline was 
decided. Your story was decided. You don't get to a choice. If you deviate from it, we will fix it and put you back on course. And then he said, like, then it, he was, wait, we're just, No, just say, say what you're going to say. It's okay if we skip around a little bit. Um. We'll get back on course just like the TVA would like us to. He, <laughs> he uh, was watching, like, um, he was watching what his future would be or something. Oh, yeah, that was later on in the episode. Or the past. He was, yeah, he was seeing the past. He saw it was his fault that his mom died. Yeah, that was... that. He uh, Owen Wilson did show him that early, and he wouldn't believe it. And... He was saying... Well, sorry. No, he, he was talking about... Uh, I forgot to mention that part of his theory of them traveling back in time, the Avengers, was to try to fight his inevitable rule. But he was wrong about that. You know what was interesting to me about these timeline rules? It was that if the Avengers failed to beat Thanos, the TVA would just come in and fix it because they were always meant to beat Thanos. Well, the TVA has been talking about the uh, sacred timeline and that the Avengers were always supposed to time travel back and beat Thanos, if they ultimately failed in one of those other 14 million whatever, the TVA would have been like, okay, this timeline, prune, or fix it, however they do. Prune, 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 die! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They also, in that scene, confirmed Phil Coulson's dead in this universe. Who's Phil Coulson? He was the guy that Loki stabbed. He's this guy. We'll find him for you. Wait, now I remember. Yeah, okay. I remember. Okay. Clark Breck is his name. Yes, it is. Do, 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 do. And then that whole clip show, I thought it was very interesting for it mm. to stop on the waitress in Avengers 1, which I don't know how long it's been. You've seen the first Avengers, right? No? All right, well, I think you may have, but just in case, there's a there's a waitress for everyone who's seen Avengers 1 who her scenes flirting with Captain America got cut out, uh, but she still got some close-ups in the final film. And then D.B. Cooper was part of the greatest hits, and it happened because he lost a bet with Thor. Who was D.B. Cooper? D.B. Cooper was the plane guy, where he was on the plane, and he said, I have a bomb, and he jumps out, and Heimdall grabs him. So Loki? Yeah. Well, in this, in real world, no. Um, no, people still don't know who D.B. Cooper is. And, uh... He got a lot of money, and then he parachuted, and he disappeared, and some of the money fell. Yeah, he jumped out with a parachute, but he never opened it. And Heimdall sucked him back to Asgard through the Bifrost. And then he had tangible money. (laughs) Money that he couldn't use in in Asgard. But he could use it in the USA. Yeah, if he wanted to go get a coffee. He could get, like, a... A mansion. <laughs> he just got so much money, though. <laughs> so he could. You know, if Loki was more clever and less of a blunt instrument, he could have taken over the world. He lived so long, he could just amass a huge fortune and then manipulate governments and eventually take over countries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the next part was Loki got up and he got time looped. Do you remember why he got up? Uh, because he threw the chair. Uh, I think that's a little later, maybe? Uh, when he said, I will kill you. Yeah, I think that's a little later. My own was when he said I was standing up to make a point. He's like, oh, you can stand up. He's like, I'm going to sit. 
It's like, hey, you can sit if you want. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do my own, what I want. And then he gets up anyway. And then he gets to see the future, a little bit of it, which is his mother dying. <laughs> Maddie's doing an impression of a dead woman, I guess. No. But, uh, but yeah, and then he gets told essentially that he is a supporting character in other people's stories to help the heroes on their character arcs. He is told that he is there to make them be them best, their best selves because the Avengers came together after Coulson's death to become the Avengers. Okay? Yeah. You just made me I burped. Oh, you burped? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then uh, I, I was guessing that when he, Owen Wilson's character helped Loki up, that Loki pickpocketed him, which was true. Oh, yeah, um, he, the guy left Loki in a room alone, and then he used the thing to go back. The time looper. Yeah, and he kept going back. So yeah. then he could get the, uh, Infinity Stone. The Tesseract. Yeah, Tesseract. Which is an Infinity Stone, you are correct. But he, when they find out, the woman that was about to kill him a couple times, and again later on said uh, "prune on sight," which is an interesting way to for I'm them to say "shoot on sight" or "kill on sight." Yeah, but then he finds that guy, and he's like, "If you don't help me, I'm gonna cut you like a fish." What's a fish? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do you not know what a fish is? And I've been living behind my desk. Yeah, he said he's lived his entire life behind a desk, which is very interesting. Like, is everyone at the TVA just created to be a TV agent? Are they, uh, you know, do they recruit like they're recruiting Loki to help with this case? This is the first time, I think. First time what? That they they're ever like hiring somebody? someone. Okay. They didn't say that they that, that was the first time, so they may have done it before, but it also could be the first time. We don't know yet. But then... Oh, he probably, they probably hired, tried hiring him a couple times. He doesn't remember it, though. Yeah. He just doesn't remember because he did not die yet. <laughs> okay. Those are... Well, those are good guesses, but they haven't made any indication that that's what actually happened. But the guy kept questioning, like, I just want to know what the threat is before I comply. And I, honestly, the, the level of specificity that that guy needed was reminding me of the I Love You 3000 Minutes co-host I have, which this is being posted on uh, X Minutes, Movies Are Dope, and I Love You 3000 Minutes at least. And it reminded me of Richard. He sometimes needs a lot of specificity <laughs> to uh, to uh, before we do something. So that was kind of funny to me, how uh, specifically I was being like, cut me? Like, what? <laughs> he didn't know what that meant. He's like, kill you painfully. <laughs> Or something a really, like that. Really, really painfully death. <laughs> a really painful death. And then... And he's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. He wants him to give him the Tesseract, and the guy just had it in his drawer. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, and I was like, that's weird. But then he just saw a ton of Infinity Stones. And there was like, um... A, there was a ton of purple, there was a ton of different colors. Yeah. But the, there was only two of the orange, or yellow. Oh, okay. I didn't count. I just saw a multitude of Finney stones in, in that one drawer, and the guy pointed out that others use it as paperweights, and there's a, just a ton of Finney stones just lying around, and 
And then the, I thought that was a really clever way for Loki to actually understand how powerful the TVA was. Like they just have Infinity Stones lying around, no more important than a pencil to them. And you were gonna like, say? Oh, um, I was gonna say. Then the person, the girl, comes in and tries hitting Loki, but then Loki just runs away. Yeah. And it ends up hitting the cart, and he's like, "You almost hit me! You almost hit me!" Yeah. The the guy that gave Loki the Tesseract. And then Loki has a minute to just have a roller coaster of emotions, seeing his loved ones dying, his mother. And himself. And his father, and then, yes, himself after his breakup with his brother, essentially. And, and that showing was the that last he could be redeemed. That was on the tape, because then the tape just stopped. Yeah, because that was a tape of his life. But we skipped over. He did see that he could be redeemed and be a good person. Before his sacrifice. Yeah, he was a good person. When he sacrificed himself. Yeah. And uh, then he had revenge on the guard, which Maddie was like, she deserved it. And yeah, then we had a little debate of did. whether she w- she did deserve it or not. He took it off him and snapped it on her neck, then used the thing and kept using it. And, and he was like, and she kept saying, stop it. Yeah. And it was really weird. Yeah, he was taking his revenge on her for doing that to him. But the debate we had was since she's ultimately doing something good, or as far as we know is doing good, then maybe she doesn't deserve revenge. As though, like, the Avengers going back in time to fix Thanos snapping people away, it would be hard to say that the Avengers deserve to be revenged upon by the Revengers. <laughs> Avengers, not Revengers. Well, the Revengers are Thor, Loki, Valkyrie, and Rock. Why am I forgetting the Rock's name? Korg. Because they're the Revengers in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, and Bruce Banner, of course. Bruce Banner. Uh, I wrote down I don't enjoy hiring people, but I forgot who said that. Um, The guy with white hair. The gray That was when he came in to check on him? Yeah, and he said, there's nowhere to go now. Yeah, he, Loki realized that he couldn't go back to his timeline. And Loki realized that he can't go back to his timeline. And he asked if he had used the tried to use the Tesseract. And he said several times. <laughs> um, but then the variant they're hunting is... Loki! Loki! Yes. And what's the last yeah. scene that we see? Oh, yeah, um... It was like four guards looking at something, and then they were about to leave, but then they saw someone in a cloak. Yeah. And that person took out like a lamp or something and just dropped it, and then it broke, and there was so much fire, and they died. Yeah, because the first thing they were talking about was they smelled oil. Which they just chalked it up to someone wanting to get rich, which wasn't a big deal for them. Like, they traveled back in time to get the oil field for themselves or whatever. But I predicted correctly that it was to burn them alive. It was a trap. And we saw a hooded Loki. Or so we are told, because you said it might not, it might be somebody else. Because sometimes when it makes you think it's someone, it ends up a different person. Yeah, they don't show their actual face. Yeah. And it didn't show even a finger (laughs) now i know for a fact who it is because of set photos 
I've seen photos of them record of them uh, filming that scene, and I can confirm that it is Loki. I don't. Okay, that's fine. I'm the daddy of mischief. (laughs) 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 You going ha 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 ha? (laughs) Maybe think it was fake. Uh, but yeah, there's how many episodes? Like six or eight or something like that. And next week we're going on a road trip. Yes, so we'll be recording this and watching it on the road. Uh, anyone who's been following along on the Movies Are Dope podcast, I'm about to finish my Kingsman minute, so I have to go pick up that collectible bottle from New York. Mm-hmm. And Maddie's coming with me. Someone. Mm-hmm. Present for myself, for myself, maybe. No, I give it to Maybe. Or maybe wait, not. Wait, wait, oh yeah, you got it for yourself. I don't I, know. I was there when you ordered I it. I don't know. I'm the daddy it. of mischief, and no one can hear you because you're not talking into your microphone. I was there when you ordered it. Oh yeah, and I was close to your microphone, so. <laughs> what the fudge? Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. We're going to come back next week and review that next episode. What'd you think, Maddie? It was good. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That made the... We got to watch all the MCU movies one day. MCU Marathon! (laughs) There's only 23 of them. Only 23 movies. Very Oh, I thought you meant marathons. I was like, uh, ow. Yeah, you got to run 23 marathons, Maddie. Ow, damn. You hurt my head. What'd you hit your head on? Yes, everyone who's listening on audio knows exactly what you're saying now. The sharp part of the chair, Dad. (laughs) Well, that's it. Now everyone's your dad who's listening. All right, well, daughter of mischief. I'm not a daughter of mischief. Fine, daughter of chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. We'll see you next week. Want to say bye? Bye! Do you want to say bye without blowing out people's eardrums? Okay, <laughs> daughter of chaos. <laughs> I'm letting you wrap up the laughing until I stop. <laughs> End of file. No. End of file. <laughs> no.